Hello, everyone, and welcome to Toronto Rock Total Access. I am Mike Hancock, flying solo this week as Colin Doyle, unable to make it in due to the weather, and we hope everybody's been staying safe out there this uh, past couple of weeks. The weather has not been kind, but luckily it looks like it's going to break a little bit for Friday night's game. Toronto Rock hosting the expansion, San Diego Seals. They are coming off a 14-6 loss to the Vancouver Warriors. They had two weeks off prior to that game. Maybe maybe they were a little rusty. I don't know. We'll talk a little bit about that with Tom Schreiber as well, just how the bye week uh, affects him or could affect him or if it even is a thing. We'll talk about that and a lot more with Tom Schreiber coming up uh, momentarily on the show. Big guest, big guest, big get this week. Um but most importantly, we're getting ready for Friday night's game against San Diego Seals. Of course, the Rock coming off a of bye week themselves this time around. They're sitting at 6-1 and one after the big 16-13 win over the Saskatchewan Rush on February the 1st, which seems now like it was ages and ages ago, but uh, only a couple of weeks ago. So the Rock are back in action here Friday night, February the 15th. But then there is a big break in the home schedule. The Rock are not back at home again for pretty well the full calendar month here. If you want to add it up, four weeks to the day. We've got a short month here in February, so I think that math works out somehow. But uh, Saturday, March 16th, the Rock are back in action at home against the Rochester Nighthawks. It's St. Paddy's Day. It's charity night. It's jersey auction night. It is going to be the biggest St. Paddy's party day party in the city. St. Paddy's Day party in the city. And it's something you don't want to miss. It's going to be a great game. An old rival, the Rochester Nighthawks. And by the time we get to that point in the middle of March, we could be talking about playoffs and all kinds of other implications uh, coming up a little bit later on. So we want to uh, we want to jump right into things here. We will uh, take a short pause, and then we will welcome in studio Captain America number 26, Tom Schreiber. Stay with us. Welcome back to Toronto Rock Total Access. Mike Hancock here, flying solo. No Colin Doyle with me as usual. The weather bad and Owen sound again, so couldn't make it down this week, but um, maybe better than Colin Doyle. We have in studio with us now Tom Schreiber. Tom, welcome to the podcast. Well, thanks for having me. I got to shoot you down right away, though. I, I, I can't have any <laughs> talk like that. Not better than Doyle? Okay, no, certainly right. not. I've, I've heard him on here a number of times. Yeah. Pumped to be on the podcast, though. Yeah. I've, many, I've listened uh, to plenty of episodes, and yeah. uh, Colin's done an awesome job, so yeah. certainly not going to fill his shoes by any stretch, <laughs> but I'll do my best. Uh, so you're here. It's a Thursday. We rescheduled practice this week because of uh, some bad weather Tuesday, so it's kind of giving you an opportunity to – Get on the floor with your teammates here, which doesn't always happen. So uh, maybe tell us a little bit about that. What does a regular week for Tom Schreiber look like these days? Well, yeah, no, I'm 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 pretty excited to to be able to practice tonight. Um, you know, my rookie year, you know, the organization was kind enough to fly Kieran and me, or Kieran and I, I should say, in every week. Um, it was a lot of flight time. I'm sure it wasn't um, that easy financially either, but it was it was a pretty amazing 
gesture by the team and the organization from day one to bring us in that much. Yeah. Um, and we needed it. You know, we needed the experience. Not to say that we don't now. Um, still certainly benefit from it. But both of us have, uh, I guess, advanced career-wise off the field and or off the floor. Yeah. I'm still getting used <laughs> to it. <ever. laughs> um, so we we haven't been up for as many Tuesday practices yeah. as as we have in the past. Um, so anytime we have we have a Thursday here. Um, I'm excited. You know, I, every, every time I can kind of get out there and, and be able to shoot on our goalies with full pads and whatnot um, and, you know, kind of just get out there with the, with the team, you know, on the floor is huge, but also yeah. just being around the guys um, has been great. We've had, you know, even the last couple of games, I think we've had a flight issue where we missed the first part of walkthrough. I got sick in Philly. So yeah. I've, I've, had, I've hardly had any walkthroughs lately. So I'm just yeah. – I'm pumped to be, be around the team and, and see everybody. So uh, – do you ever get uh, – we'll kind of shift gears a few times through this, but just thinking about, you know, you're talking about getting that extra work in in your first year and, and making that transition from field to box. Do you get sick of answering that question? Like, do you consider yourself a box, like an indoor player now? You're just a lacrosse player. Can we just start calling you that and not a guy that's still transitioning from field and learning the box game yet? Because you're showing that you're pretty good indoors too, like – it's, it's going okay. I like, you know, the, the experiment, so to speak, I feel like it's over and we're kind of reaping the rewards of this whole thing now. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I guess. So I, I certainly wouldn't look at, look at it as over. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think there's a long way to go. And you know, I, I guess from, from an outsider's perspective, yeah, I'm good with like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't need any more like excuses. Like yeah. uh, he's new to this sort of thing. So I, I, I'm all good with just kind of being considered a box cross player at this point. Um, but for me and my approach and my preparation, you know, I, I still look at this as, as it being new. And, and I feel that way at times, especially yeah. when I'm hitting the goalie time after time with shots. But, um, you know, certainly, um, you know, it's been kind of a long, quietly, like two and a half years. Yeah. Um, they've been great. I'm still learning a ton every time I'm out there, literally. So um, looking at it as a work in progress and probably will until my career is done. Now you mentioned, uh, I think previously that you know you watched a lot of Rob Hellier, and he's a guy that it seems like you have developed a tremendous amount of chemistry with now as time has gone on. Is this the most comfortable you felt with him out there, and and is are you still kind of watching him, or have you kind of taken the watching kind of everybody? Oh, no doubt. I, I mean, I still watch him in warm ups and practice, and still just try to figure out like the little you know intricacies of his yeah. game and. Um, you know, that I think I've, I've said this a number of times, but uh, the first couple of reels I got, um, you know, a couple of years ago before my rookie year yeah. was just highlights from the year before. And it, there's no mistake that there was a lot of Robbie Hellier <laughs> on there. Robbie, so yeah. um, that's what I that's what I was trying to do and trying to base my game off of. And even when he was out that entire season, you know, he yeah. was still one of those guys coming down at halftime and giving me a couple of pointers. So hmm. um you know, to be able to play with him has been great. And I, and I do think that we're starting to, you know, develop a little more, I guess, chemistry, you'd call it, um, you know, have always tried, you know, my best yeah. with, without the ball on my stick. It's, I think that's something that I'm really still getting the hang of. Um, but yeah, no, anytime you play with a guy like that, it, it's, it makes things easier. And I think our offense kind of as a whole, you know, our entire unit yeah. um, is comfortable because it, it's, it's, I, I think every guy other than Johnny, other than Pup, has been has been together for yeah. more than a year now. So um, things are starting to gel, and, and I think the good news is that we're still getting better, and I don't think we've peaked. So yeah, looking forward to tomorrow night. 
Now you uh, you're doing you're also doing a ton of stuff off the floor. You know, not only away from the NLL but away from the Toronto Rock, all this kind of stuff. You're you're a super busy guy. How have you adjusted to this lifestyle? I mean, you've launched your own brand now as well. Your your events as well as being involved in the PLL. You've got probably more than anyone can handle it seems like going on somehow you're doing it but what has that been like adjusting to everything else outside of the game but still trying to be the player that you need to be and the player that you are on the floor I think that last point is super important and it's something that I was aware of from you know it's probably probably around a year ago I took on a lot more Mm -hmm. um off field off floor yep (laughs) um even you know even you know taking this on a couple of years ago and playing yeah. uh, box and coming up yep. here and playing in Toronto was again, another step toward kind of expanding, you know, my day-to-day schedule. And um, the one thing I was keenly aware of from day one was just, I, I can't sacrifice my preparation as a player. Um, so you know, whatever projects I have going on, they're aware of that and, and it comes first. So um, I, I think that awareness <clears throat> scheduling and advanced yeah. scheduling every piece of my life and I know everybody in the world is busy so I don't mean to sound like I'm busier <laughs> than the next guy but um, being organized scheduling everything I need to do and then really just having a lot of help you know with the you know events I, I love developing like I, I don't think I have the itch to coach right now maybe that's because I'm still playing maybe yeah. one day but um, I really like the training and development aspect of the game and, and really what that was was just a way to organize it um, it's tough to it's you know I've, I think like a lot of people it's hard to say no you know when people say hey you know, come yeah. on down and, and do this and and for years I just say yes to everything and yeah. next thing I know I've never seen my family I've never seen my girlfriend and like I'm you know tired at mm-hmm. all times so the, the, the idea there was to just kind of put some more organization around it and um, you know partnered up with someone who's who's done a really nice job in, in organizing all that just allowing me to kind of coach and then um, you know the PLL stuff you know it has been an amazing ride you know I've, I'm learning a ton every day I've taken mm-hmm. on a lot of responsibility there and at the end of the day um, you know we're trying to, to build the cross for, for everyone and um, to be able to do that with a few guys that I, I literally looked up to as a kid has been yeah. a dream come true so um, I have a lot going on none of it feels like work which which is a good thing that is um, good. <laughs> so I'm trying to keep this all going and you know enjoy it as much as I can now you mentioned uh coaching a little bit in there and Nick Rose and Brad Cree were on the podcast a couple weeks ago and that was shortly after the first sideline swap on the road with Tom Schreiber dropped there was a quote in there (laughs) I had a feeling this one (laughs) that has that has kind of you know garnered a little bit of attention and at the time on the podcast Rosie kind of said he wasn't too happy with you about the comment but uh the uh I can't remember what was it exactly. Don't be, don't, don't be afraid remember. of them. I because don't know. <laughs> <laughs> did you think that was gonna have life or uh, legs? Not, the not, way it not did as much. Not as much as it did. Well, when I saw it, I don't even remember saying it. Um, I know that that group of kids really well. Yeah. Um, and they they made some comment around because uh, they they see like the fights and how physical yeah. it is. So they think all you guys are all mean. <laughs> So it was just like my way of saying they're not. So I was yeah. trying to accomplish the opposite. Yeah. Um, but I guess it got it got misconstrued, and I took a little heat for it, which is yeah. fine. Um, but I, you know, I've loved my time up here, and obviously yeah. I have no issues there. But um, <laughs> no, I took some heat. That's fine. Yeah, that's good. That's good. 
Um, so coming up here, uh, you know, we've had a bye week, so no game last week, and we kind of saw San Diego Seals kind of come out maybe a little bit sluggish uh, last week. They had two weeks off between games. Um, maybe it's too sports cliche to talk about, you know, rust and having that extra uh, week to prepare sometimes hurts you, sometimes helps you. What's your thoughts on it? Is it a thought even? No, I mean, I think it's all perspective. You know, I'm sure everybody handles it a bit differently. Um, you know, mindset-wise, I, I, I probably is easier to kind of, you know, let loose for a bit. Yeah. Um, I, for me personally, I just think it's a great opportunity to kind of recharge. And, I, you know, I did a lot, a couple, like, nagging injuries like anybody yep. else in the world. So try to address that and, and make strides forward there. And, um, you know, just keep the stick in my hand every day, which I think is important, and kind of keep that – you know, same mindset, that same intensity, that same preparation, you know, because mm-hmm. on, on one side you could, you know, completely shut off or on the other, you know, now you just have double the time to prepare for your next opponent. So um, that's how I've tried to approach it. And I'm sure that's how the rest of our team has. And, you know, San Diego, you know, I, I don't even, you know, expansion team doesn't mean anything to me. That's, that's a really good team with some, yeah. with some really, really good players. So, um, you know, it's going to be a great test, and you know, I'm sure they're hungry for a W, especially after their last time out. Lastly here, uh, have we seen the best of Tom Schreiber yet here this season, or is there still uh, – you still feel like there's another level? I, I, I certainly hope not. I, I'm actually <laughs> – I, don't, I, don't, <laughs> I think I've, I've struggled a little bit the last couple games. Um, we've uh, – you know, I've kind of leaned on the coaching staff a little bit to kind of you know, help get me out of this little slump. <clears throat> But at the end of the day, like I'm, you know, not going to dwell on it, or, or certainly not going to, you know, s- sidetrack like the success yeah. we've had as a team. So um, I think the the mindset's the same. It's it's regardless of the result, um, you know, try to learn from your last time out. So um, I've been working on a number of things, and and hopefully I kind of, you know, continue to to improve here and and peak at the right time. You know, I think that's kind of a personal approach, and I think that's the approach of the team, and I think. If we're able to execute, uh, you know, as a team, we'll, we'll be in good shape. Well, that's good news for Rock fans then because, uh, as I'm sure you saw the math out on social media this past uh, week or so, you're on pace for a career-high 108 points. So if you're going to be even better than that, that's okay. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take whatever on that front. I'll take a career-high in wins, yeah. which I think we're approaching. For we are we are in uh yeah absolutely since you've been uh with the rock for sure yeah i think mm-hmm. this is uh a bit of uncharted territory the team hasn't started this well that often really uh historically especially in the last uh probably eight or eight or nine years with the exception of the 2015 season i would say but uh yeah all things are good all things are good thanks a lot for stopping by tom we'll uh We'll hopefully get a chance to do this again. I know it's a little bit rare that you're around here, but uh, thanks a lot for stopping by, and best of luck tomorrow night. Yeah, no doubt. Thanks for having me. All right, that was Tom Schreiber of the Toronto Rock. We'll take a short break here on Toronto Rock Total Access and be back with more in a moment. Welcome back to Toronto Rock Total Access. Mike Hancock, no Colin Doyle, but... We have been uh, blessed with Tom Schreiber in studio, and we are now blessed with the head coach of the Toronto Rock, Matt Sawyer, in studio. Matty, how are you doing? 
I'm, uh, I'm doing good. Thanks, Mike. I'm not sure about blessed, but <laughs> I got uh, trust me. Uh, in the situation I'm in right now, I am blessed. <laughs> okay. Well, well, let's roll with that. I'll see if I can follow Tommy here. Uh, so the team's coming in off a of bye week, and we talk about that, I think, a lot of times as uh, perhaps a bit of a cliche. Maybe it becomes an easy excuse if there isn't success, but um, how do you feel coming off a bye week? Is it something that really is even a factor when it comes down to it? I mean, these guys are all professional players. They're all responsible for getting themselves ready each and every week, bye week or not. Um, but what do you think of bye weeks? Are you, is this something that you'd rather have just kept playing and gotten into a routine, or is this a good time to heal up some bumps and bruises? What is it? Well, um, I think any coach would tell you that they'd like to just keep going uh, – um, you know, once a week and every single week, one practice, one game, and have a consistent. Having said that, uh, you know, you um, see the schedule when it comes out at the start of the season, and, and everybody knows uh, what it is. And, um, you know, so we need to turn it into a, a positive. Um, it's an opportunity, like you said, for, for the guys to get uh, to rest up a little bit, uh, a little less travel, um, you know, and that is, it is important throughout the season. It can be a grind. But at the same time, you know, as, uh, as far as coachy, uh, coaching staff goes, you're limited in what you can do as far as keeping the guys um, occupied and sharp over the bye, right? We had uh, 14 days in between games, and, and we have a couple of practices. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of, uh, um, of uh, onus put on the players to make sure that they are sharp and they're ready coming out of the bye. So uh, our intention is to be better than uh, a better team uh, coming out of it than we were going in. But I'd be lying to you if I... Uh, um, knew exactly what to expect. I know we're going to come out and we're going to compete and we're going to be ready. Um, you know, but it, uh, you know, it's uh, there's no uh, uh, nothing. You know, um, nothing compares to playing each and every week. So we'll see you tomorrow night. Now, Mother Nature throws a little bit of a curveball at everybody this week. No regular practice on Tuesday night. We're here Thursday recording this, and you're about to jump on the floor for uh, kind of an impromptu session here the day before a game. Uh, you know, So not only are we coming off a of bye week, but now a little bit of a different practice week as well. Um, you know, what does a Thursday night practice look like the day before a game versus what we would have seen Tuesday? Well, Tuesday, and, and you know, you were here and we we're communicating a lot, right? So if we had a went uh, went ahead with Tuesdays, we we likely would have had nine or ten players here. So uh, tonight's is certainly going to be much more uh, productive, and um, I think we got about ninety five percent of our players here. Obviously, um, you don't go quite as hard as you would on a Tuesday night, but we're going to have good quality practice here. It's something that we've done before in the past. Um, you know, a, a way to incorporate Tom and Kieran into our practices and, and, and things like that. So, um, you know, we're used to this and, and we'll have a real good session here tonight. And, um, you know, the uh, make no mistake, our expectation is to be uh, to be a real good team tomorrow night. And, um, you know, we're going to uh, we're going to utilize this time off and and, uh, you know, we'll be rested. We'll be ready. Now, uh, I mentioned we had Tom in studio here before um, mentioned to him or asked him, I guess, you know, are you getting sick of being asked the question, you know, about trans, you know, I guess transitioning from field to box and are you still a field player? Are you a box player? Are you just a lacrosse player now? And he kind of said, you know, the transition's still going, he's still learning and everything, but he, you know, he, he is becoming obviously much more comfortable. I said, you know, you're doing pretty good at this. So uh, where do you see Tom, though? Is he still transitioning? Do you still see him learning a lot? Like maybe not learning a lot, but needing to learn a lot about the box game? Or can we now call Tom just a lacrosse player? 
Yeah, you know, Tom and Kieran. And um, it's funny you, you asked that because uh, uh, our game in Philadelphia, uh, which was a big game for them, and, and they had a lot of f uh, friends and family in. So we talked a little bit uh, about that before the game. And, and one of the things I said was, um, you know, just uh, uh, a lot of time they talked about field across player making the transition to box across and yep. all that. And my exact words were that, you know, that's over and done with. Um, as far as I'm concerned or we're concerned, uh, Kieran and, and Tom are uh, are lacrosse players. They're great at both box lacrosse and field lacrosse. And uh, you know we have some other guys in that room who are box lacrosse players first, who are good yep. at field lacrosse as well. So for me, they're field lacrosse players, or th they're uh, they're lacrosse players, not box or field. Uh, but at the same time, um, I'm sure they're they're always learning, just like somebody who uh, who who grew grew up in Ontario and, and might be playing box lacrosse for their 25th year they're still learning the game and mm -hmm. picking things up, right? So, um, you know, they're lacrosse players and, and they're real good ones and we're real happy that they're here with us. Now, this weekend's matchup is an interesting one against the San Diego Seals. They're an expansion team, first time ever. The Toronto Rock will be playing the San Diego Seals, but obviously there's a lot of personal uh, relationships in this game. And, you know, for the, you know, Josh Sanderson's a good friend of yours and a colleague and, you know, now you're, uh, coaching against him. Patrick Merrill is a guy that you would have coached at times. I mean, you've coached Josh. Like, there's all kinds of uh, storylines, as I love to say, woven into this thing. But, um, you know, do you put anything into that, that, you know, this is a bunch of guys that probably know this group fairly well, especially a guy like Josh Sanderson, who was here as the assistant GM last year. Um, you know, what's this matchup going to be like for you? Well, um, you know, first it's, uh, you know, it's exciting, right? Anytime you get to uh, um, compete against friends or, or uh, ex-teammates or players that you coached before, whatever it might be, it's, uh, you know, it's exciting and you want to have, um, you know, um, you want to go out there and, and put your best uh, foot forward. Um, you know, they'll know our team inside and out, but, you know, I don't think there's any secrets. Um, you know, I think uh, everybody throughout the uh, the league is uh, very familiar with, uh, with each other, so... Um, you know, other than that, to, to be honest, uh, they're another opponent for us uh, um, tomorrow night. And, um, you know, consistent with what we always say, we, we don't get too occupied with who we're playing. We just focus on, on ourselves and, and we're confident that if, uh, if we're good, we're going to have a chance to win. Um, you know, but having said that, you always get a little extra excited to, uh, to compete against, um, you know, friends, people you respect and, and people that you may have uh, worked with before. Now, this team is off to a 6-1 and one start, the best start uh, under your reign as head coach of this team. Um, but, you know, I'm sure as a coach, and like you say, you want to get better every week, there's probably a few things that uh, you definitely want to see this team improve as the season goes along. But maybe I'll just ask you to pick one of those things that you'd really like to see this team improve on here uh, maybe over the next few games. Well, you know, one focus, uh, and I don't know if it's necessarily the next few games, it's the first one um, uh, tomorrow night, but one focus of ours as a team and organization is to uh, to become a tougher team to play against, especially at home and uh, I guess the Scotiabank uh, um, arena now. Um, you know, we have, uh, we want to make Toronto a tough place to play and, and um and come in and, and get a win so uh, we want to continue building on that home record that we have and and give everybody who comes out and supports us a chance to get excited and get excited about this team and and watch us continue growing and get better throughout the season lots of areas we would like to improve upon but uh, you know again 
the boring answer. We just want to be consistent. We want to be consistent each and every week. Um, there's been a lot of good things that have gone on, but we're seven games into an 18-game uh, season, and, and we got a lot of work left. So uh, first up is another home game, and, and our goal is to, uh, to make our home record one game better. That's a good one. Everybody, and, and we can all start referring to it as Rock City. Rock City? Is that what it is? <laughs> Give me Sorry, a you want to make Rock City a tough place to play. Is that Rock City? Yeah. Okay. I'm no, not much of a hashtag guy. You know me. But, uh, all, uh, right, all, yeah. right. all right, Matty. Well, uh, thanks a lot for taking some time to jump on, jump into the seat here tonight and uh, field some questions. And uh, best of luck tomorrow night. We'll do this again. That's good. You got a chance to talk without calling here, too, and get a few words in, eh? I did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Especially when he turns to me and says, uh, Is it okay if I jump in here, Mike? Yeah. Okay. Just roll yeah. with it, Colin. All right. We look forward to getting him back down Highway 10 here at some point, right? Yeah. Sometime. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. All right, Matty. Good luck. And uh, yeah, like I said, we'll chat again soon. Take care. All right. That was Matt Sawyer, the head coach of the Toronto Rock. We'll take a short break and be back with more Toronto Rock Total Access in a moment. and drum going around like bum 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 what's grooving i'm moving i like your style of lumping how charming just to rap welcome back to toronto rock total access mike hancock wrapping things up for you here on the podcast uh we'll keep things brief we got to thank tom schreiber and matt sawyer for jumping in and uh making this podcast possible today quite honestly folks it was uh it was great to have those guys in a quick catch up with both of them ahead of Friday night's game against the San Diego Seals. 7.30 start at Scotiabank Arena. Get your tickets right now, torontorock.com, or of course you can get them all day on Friday at the Scotiabank Arena box office right up and through the beginning of game time, which, as I mentioned just moments ago, is 7.30. And if you can't make it down, make sure you watch the game on BR Live. It's going to be a great game. We touched on it a little bit with Maddie. You know, there's you know lots of Toronto Rock ties with the San Diego Seals and uh, former players, coaches, all this kind of stuff. Uh, lots of reasons to get down there. And uh, the biggest reason of all, though, Toronto Rock are six and one here, on top of the East Division. Like we mentioned in the interview with Maddie, uh, this is the best start the team's been off to in, uh, in quite some time, back to really 2015 when, of course, the team made it to the finals that year, lost to the then Edmonton rush in that final. So um, this is, uh, is going to be something special here. This is, uh, this, is, this is a team to get behind, quite frankly. And, you know, I've been around this team very closely since 2011, the last time we won a championship here. And I have to say that... Uh, I really do feel like there's something special going on here this year, and it's something that I think everybody should get out and support. And uh, I'm not just saying that because I'm an employee of the team, but it's something I truly believe. I think this is a pretty special group, and the coaching staff has them steered in the right direction. Management's done a, a great job of putting this squad together, and uh, it's something to get excited about, folks. And the fact is also this team's pretty young overall, and this could be the beginning of something pretty big and, uh, you know, hopefully – for a long time here in Toronto again to go on a, a pretty significant run of teams that are uh, you know in that championship conversation so there's my uh, piece on top of the soapbox and I'll get off it and just remind you to get out there Friday night tickets at torontorock.com or at the Scotiabank Arena box office and then also look ahead to Saturday March the 16th St. Patty's Day it is going to be fantastic um, it's also charity night, jersey auction. We are going to be unveiling some new St. Patty's jerseys 
coming up pretty soon, I think probably towards the end of February. Uh, so we've got some pretty big stuff planned for that March 16th game. So get your tickets now. Avoid disappointment. So that'll be wrap things up. In the meantime and in between time, that's it. That's all. Another edition of Toronto Rock Total Access over and done with. I'm Mike Hancock saying we will chat next week.